0: Simonin Simonin Simon a Simonin. Uh, Simonin synonym. Simonin
1: synonym. so uh, synonym Cinnamon Let's just crack on with the podcast, mate.
0: Yeah, no, let's let's do it. Can you turn my levels I So think?
1: um yeah of course. Uh, you good? Cheers, yeah, that's bad. I've just turned myself that's up, sure, so you're welcome. Sure. You said that's good. Okay. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, shut um, up.
1: <laughs> okay. So, welcome to our first European excursion, which we've now named it. I've just been trying to explain how you pronounce the word synonym to Sam. Um, I'm not going to try so, to embarrass myself. <laughs> oh, you, we've we've recorded it. It's going in. Oh, um, our first European excursion show. Uh, we're basically this is going to be a little bit less structured than the others. We're basically just going to go through the results that have happened both Champions League and Europa League over the last few days. So this is a Friday. So all of the games have happened, uh, and we can get our fully fully fledged reactions, wouldn't you say, Sam?
0: Yeah. No, we're going to react to each game individually. Um, the game's been split into two. So. Archie'll do half of the Europa League, I'll do half the Europa League, uh Archie will do half the Champions League, and I'll do half of the Champions League, and yeah, we'll just kinda break down some games will have more to say than others, but yeah, we'll we'll see when it comes to it.
1: Yeah, okay. Um well why not why don't we just dive straight into it, you know? Head first. Sure, would you like to start? Oh you know what, I'd like nothing more. Uh we'll kick things off with the slightly less eventful game of the Tuesday night in the Champions League, which saw the hosts. Uh, go to Madrid Uh, where they won the trophy but a different ground this time the Vincente Calderon that's the Athletic Madrid ground isn't it I, I think I so I believe so hold oh, no. up um, I'm pretty sure yeah no it's not it's the Wonder Wanda Melipo- oh my god I've mullered that the Wonder Metropolitano apologies yeah you're, you're you miles finished? off yeah I'm a mile away where's the Vincente you know I'll look up later it's less important anyway Liverpool took the trips to there uh their ground, <laughs> <laughs> uh the wonder metropolitano you're welcome um and yeah they didn't they didn't start off the blo- out the blocks well um sal Niguez coming up with another huge goal for atletico madrid has as he has done so many times uh in his established career at the club and um they started this game off fairly well atletico um they yeah scoring from a corner the cross came in sort of bumbled around a little the box a little bit uh, Niguez initially looked as if he was offside, uh, but the ball was actually played in by Fabinho, and um, Sal put the ball past Alison. Um And you, you've seen the pictures from the corner where they've got um, the after the have, have you seen them? They've got yeah. a line of players they've at the edge got of the I box. Think
0: four players uh, ready to prevent a counter attack.
1: Yeah, no, completely. It's 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 weird. I won't lie. It looks strange. Oh, it's it, it's incredible. Oh, it's, it's, it's a brilliant. Genius. It's G- Diego Simeone is much. Some, he's brilliant. I fully rate it. He
0: probably deserves to be the highest paid manager in the world.
1: Yeah, he does. He deserves his big old paycheck. Um, and no, no, they they. I think Madrid carved out actually quite a few chances. I seem to remember Morata missing one quite spectacularly. The ball came into him and he just fully stacked it backwards in Morata esque style. Wait, Morata missed a chance. Well, the, thi- the thing with Murata is, right, sometimes when he's on form, he genuinely looks like a world beater. Like, on his day, honestly, the power and pace that a man has doesn't look like he'd be stopped. But
0: for the price they paid for him, his day doesn't come often. No, enough. his his
1: day is like the 29th of February. It's like a day that doesn't often come. 29th doesn't come often, does it? It's 28 days they often have in February. I mean, yeah. it's 29 every four years. Exactly. So, yeah, that was actually quite a good joke. Yeah, it I'm was. Here. Thank you, mate. I
0: didn't realise it was a joke, that was just a statement, but, you know, <laughs> <Cool>.
1: ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, I so, so appreciate the laughing, though. Uh, and, yeah, really, and, uh, Henderson had a really good chance for Liverpool, but aside from this, uh, Simeone tactically outclassing Klopp in a very Sean Deitch way. Um, it was very four we're going to set up two banks of four, and you're not going to break us down.
0: Did Liverpool um... really want it, though? Because I look at, I I, I mm. didn't see much of the game, I have to admit, but uh, by the, the substitutions... <laughs> By their substitutions, they bought Salah off at half time, or, or there was a, there was an order to it. They might have bought they either bought Salah Salah or Mane off. off at half time. they Salah. bought Mane off at half time okay, for Rigi. Yeah. To be fair, Flicker. And then off. they bought off Salah Fox, Slade, Chamberlain. Yeah, that, they're very like. Not negative changes, but they're bringing off a player of the higher quality and bringing on a player who's not necessarily as good.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's true. Um, No, it could could be said, obviously, he's focusing on the league. I mean, the league's basically wrapped up at this point. Uh, But I think it was with an eye on that second leg. Um, Because I don't think Klopp was sat there thinking, okay, we're going to. If if Klopp genuinely thought they were going to concede again. Um, then I reckon he'd have kept those on just to try and nab a goal but I don't think he was necessarily desperate to grab a goal and I think he definitely has one eye obviously on the league and also one eye on that second leg and taking it back to Anfield um, in the, well, now, now as I know, the Wanda Metropolitano uh, the atmosphere, uh, Simeone had them going um, and I think I think they wanted it more than Liverpool certainly, you you could argue that but yeah, Atletico uh, played really well they had their two banks of four that Liverpool just couldn't break down uh and they looked good and deserving their one nil win despite Liverpool dominating possession, but not carving out a whole lot of
0: chances. Yeah, no, it wasn't a uh yeah. I I think I think that Klopp uh subliminal l- l- I just don't use the long words. Sure, subliminal. Uh, yeah. Uh was wasn't too disappointed. I mean, yeah, it's only only one goal behind after all and uh with their goal scoring throw, I know uh, Atletico oh, are are brilliant side defensively, but uh, with their goal and threat that they have, I, I could—they're more than likely going to score at Anfield.
1: Yeah, no, you'd—you'd imagine so. I—I I can see it being certainly more of a free-flowing game at Anfield. Um, do you want to move on to the second game that happened on that Tuesday? Your, your Borussia Dortmund.
0: Yeah, no, uh, an, an incredible game. Uh, no, it was a a truly magnificent game for the uh, the German club Borussia Dortmund. They took on PSG. And uh, beat them two one uh, to the surprise of uh, a few people, not to the surprise of me, of course, because I was <laughs> definitely a full f- faith in all the teams I follow. But um, <laughs> no, Borussia um, Dortmund were absolutely brilliant. They they set up their team really well. Uh, Lucio father d- father deserves like a lot of credit. Um, he set up. Uh, they were quite deep, so that it didn't allow Mbappe, who was playing up front for PSG, to run in behind. And uh, yeah, kind of a. Uh, uh, Got rid of their threat. Neymar kept dropping deep because he you could tell he wasn't quite fit, but just a bit overrated anyway. And um, yeah, I know.
1: We only do bold takes here. I know. No, I do agree with you on that. He is overrated. Yeah, Fairly he,
0: overrated. I, I yeah, I think he's overrated. But yeah, yeah. um, it was um the, <laughs> it was the man of the moment, Erling Haaland, <laughs> oh, who put so who put uh, Dortmund in front of the second half. After Dortmund had the most of the chances in the first half. In fact, um, they were definitely the better uh, team for the uh, majority of the game. The first off, they should have been like three and up, But yeah, Hallen put them in front after a, uh, a scrappy goal fell to Hallen, uh, a scrappy um, uh, incident in the box um, and the ball fell to Hallen just uh, about a yard from goal who um, put it into the roof of the net and, and followed to do the um, the, Gandhi, the Gandhi celebration meditating. So actually, good. Actually loved it. But then... Minutes later, um, six minutes later, um, Pierce paid one back, got an away goal, which could be important for the second leg. Neymar grabbed that um, after a ball in from Mbappe. The only thing Mbappe did all game, he probably touched the ball about 13 times. That's around. a very
1: specific number,
0: though. I I, I I don't know how many, but like <laughs> I imagine it's around like 13, 14 times um, sure. all game. I'm not, not going to dispute that. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, he, he wasn't really involved. Uh, but yeah, Neymar scored... Um, did his sugar- best to try and put it over. Yeah, sugar coated a poor performance from him. And uh, but then it was um uh, an an inspired substitution, sorry, before the first goal. Um Torgan Hazard was bought off for um seventeen year old Raider, who I have said before doesn't hasn't been ready to Got really, on record and said Yeah, I- I've g go- I've gone on record and said that he wasn't necessarily the right sub to bring on um, in some of the games he's played, and I, when he came on, I have to admit I was also like, I don't think this is the game we should be bringing him on. This was his debut in the Champions League, yeah, against PSG, one of the biggest teams in the world. Um, but no, he um he came on and he got the assist for the second goal, got to pick the ball up, uh, looked very lively throughout the game, uh, brilliant dribbling, uh, gave it to Halland who, um, absolutely wellyed it in my lead from about twenty five yards hit the roof of the net, i mean just the sound oh what what a goal H- he he is something else he really is oh
1: we're not criticizing him this week, are we
0: no he no he um <laughs> <laughs> no la- last week i he, his goal scoring ability is something else, like yeah he Can he, we now he, he was agree? better this week he like, he against um, frankfurt he um was a bit how do i describe it off the pace. Not not necessarily off the pace but he was um uh, he was like r- rough. I don't I don't really know how to a bit raw? Yeah, raw. Yeah. That's it that's exactly. He was a bit raw, his touch wasn't quite there, his his uh, flicks weren't and link up play wasn't quite there but got to go anyway. This week he was a lot better. Still wasn't the finished article but he was a lot better. The way he his his finishing was brilliant, his um his uh, link up was brilliant, he was Set a stupidly fast pace for a sixty meters. He yeah. was point three, uh, yeah, about point three of a second off the um, world record world for record, 60 record for sixty yeah. meters yeah. for a sprinter. Did that match absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, <laughs> PSG were incredibly poor. They didn't really have much of the game. Some uh, PSG's performance was summed up by um, Kazawa who in the game picked up the ball, beat five Dortmund players before proceeding to weak foot, absolutely uh, smash the ball out into the that rosette of the crowd to try to pick out Neymar, he was just nowhere near him. And it was, oh, that was hilarious. Absolute
1: hero to zero. He went from Pelé to Welbeck really quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was porn, yeah. um, If Dortmund, if PSG played that, that again, I could see Dortmund take the second leg. A uh, special mention to Hummels, who is was also great.
1: On the hall in front, do you think that there's a shout? Well, I mean, obviously, if he continues with his form and it's a dead cert, but do you think he's got a chance of getting a Ballon d'Or? Because there's been quite a lot of talk about this. And there's been a lot, lot of talk about, if can he actually... He's come in and he's taken Europe, not just Dortmund and Germany, the world by storm. Do you genuinely think that this could be the
0: year? The problem is the Ballon d'Or is such a a broken, biased yeah. award ceremony, and it will th- even when they're retired, it will still be Ronaldo, Messi, and um, s- s- the, another person. <laughs> yeah. It's basically always Ronaldo, Messi, and then just someone else they choose. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, maybe I I reckon it might be Ronaldo, Messi, and Holland. <laughs> I'm just pretty sure they will be Ronaldo, Messi in the third four, four years, but. Um, there's, a, there's definitely a shout. If he keeps up this goal scoring vein, then definitely, yeah. Like, there's definitely a huge argument to say that he should be in there. because sure. his goal scoring ability is amazing, and if he could improve on his link up play and become more consistent with not necessarily goals but performances, then I definitely think he could. Okay, definitely. And and another shout is Jaden Sancho, who could also, if he carries on his performance, could be in with a chance at the Ballon d'Or because he has been absolutely phenomenal this year. And he out completely outshone Neymar and Mbappe, um when Dortmund played them. Yeah. He and looked he looked brilliant. He did he, look. Amazing. He, he looked so bright. He 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 is a brilliant player. He, he will and be England huge. are yeah. incredibly lucky
1: to have him. Yeah. No, he'll he'll be huge. Um Euro twenty twenty, is that all you gotta say on the Dortmund PSG game? Yeah, that's all I have to say. Um also I do just wanna go back to me saying the wrong stadium. So I wasn't completely off. The Vicente Calderon was Atletico Madrid's old stadium. Um, it's now the Wanda Metropolitana, uh, so I'd like to clarify that. Um, but now on to the Wednesday games. Um, I'll kick things off with Atalanta. They were brilliant. So they uh, it was a 4-1 win at home against Valencia in their first ever Champions League knockout game, and they looked unbelievably good going forwards. They looked ridiculously open going, uh, sorry, at the back, which they typically do. Um, Gasparini plays such a gung-ho kind of style that it just means that they're always open to that counter attack. Um but no, uncharacteristically of them they actually dominated possession. Um and they they were playing at San Siro. Um they bought about 45,000 fans which in my that's pretty impressive that. Which I believe to be a third of the entire Bergamesque population. So the a third of Bergamo took the hour and a half journey from Bergamo to the San Siro. Like, imagine how empty Bergamo must have been. I've been there before, and it's empty anyway. It's weird. It's kind of in the mountains. It's a little bit of a strange place. It's a nice area in the town centre, but imagine how empty that would be with a third of the entire population gone. Unbelievable. Yeah, that
0: is. That's crazy. That's an insane stat.
1: It's ridiculous. And um, they they drummed up some incredible atmosphere, um, and it was paid off. Um, it was the first. The first goal was a Hans Hatterberg goal. Uh, the first of his two goals that he got in the game, uh, he looked brilliant. He's such a good player, honestly. Uh, he fits so well into Gasparini's system, um, sort of hanging around out right in their right-wing-back position. Um, and he sort of bombs up and down the right-hand side like a madman. Um, but honestly, he's got such quality on the ball, and he's really one to look out for. Um, then just before the half when Mario Pasalic. ...assisted Josip Ilicic for his first ever Champions League goal... ...which considering his goal-scoring record in the league is quite surprising... Um, ...but that's something like his 12th goal in 10 games I want to say... ...he's on an unbelievable run at the minute... ...one of the most informed strikers in Europe after the aforementioned Haaland... Um, ...but yeah that sort of brought us to the half... ...Atalanta looking comfortable... ...Valencia not carving out too many chances... Um, ...but having said this... uh, ...the second half came around and Valencia had a couple of all right chances... Um, Galini had to make a couple of good stops, Toloi made a couple of really decent tackles, but um, it again, it was an open game that Valencia could have really crawled themselves back into it, but a Remo Freule wonder goal, it must be said, after Gomez got slightly tackled, sort of fell out to him, opened his body up, quite similar to the Pasalic goal actually, if you've seen it against Roma, but maybe I'd take it back 10 yards. It was an unbelievable finish. Keeper had no chance with it. Um, and then the fourth, just after the hour mark, another Pasilich assist. Uh, the guy that Ch- Chelsea just sold for absolute peanuts. Um, another Hans hatterbull goal, and that really sealed the deal for Atalanta. And going forwards, they're just so electric. And if you're a neutral or anyone, really, you're rooting for Atalanta because they're such a fun team to watch. Like they just really bring the life. Um, to, they they brought the life to this Champions League weekend. Uh, sorry, sorry, midweek uh this right this this match day they really turned up and showed that they can boss it with the big boys so to speak. And as Valencia aren't you know the standout team in this draw, but they are still far larger than Atalanta have ever been. Um and they, they looked really outclassed by Atalanta and uh, they didn't really know what to do. Um they did get a goal uh sort of maybe five minutes after the Hatterbull goal, a Denis Cheryshev goal. Decent finish to be fair. Um, And then from there, they had a couple of chances going forwards to really, you know, make it a tie um, going back to Valencia. But at the end of the day, Atalanta just deserved this win. Um, And yeah, they they looked electric going forwards, as I say. I do slightly fear for them going into the second leg, simply because they play this, as I say, gung-ho style of going for all-out attack. Um, And I fear that they've struggled a little bit in the Serie A with this away they could really come under some hefty pressure if they start to give the ball away early and they don't kind of you know, maintain possession early on. Um, so I really do worry for them potentially going away. But with this healthy lead, they still should go through. And it'll be really interesting to see them in the quarterfinals, to be honest. Um, but that's pretty much it on uh, Atalanta. Do you want to go through the uh, other game on the Wednesday night, which you, you have a bit of a personal story with, actually?
0: Yeah, no, um, this week... I, w- I got the opportunity, it was a late birthday present from my uncle to um, have hospitality being a box for the uh, Spurs RB Leipzig game. Of course, um, I'm not a Spurs fan, but yeah, my, um- Spurs, our uncle's, uh, <laughs> my uncle's a uh, huge fan of the club and has uh, had friends um, who uh, had um, a box that I... I was allowed to go in, which was uh, pretty awesome. Got to see the new Tottenham Stadium, which I haven't been to yet, which I'd been really looking forward to. And the fact that I got to watch a German club play against um, Tottenham as well was just awesome. But yeah, no, um, this was a um, it was a all right match. It wasn't too bad. Um, Mourinho set up a, a as quite a counter attacking four four two. Or parking the bus, as some people put it. I mean, it was <laughs> it was a it was a, a counter attacking. Yeah. Uh, uh, a bus without play. a handbrake on yeah, Brilliant yes. And then uh, Well Leipzig lined up there for, um, 4-3-3 With their Werner wide Which was quite interesting So they could uh, Play chic. Um Yeah And To be honest Tottenham were Completely off the pace um, They were very poor I mean I could I could list A, l- a lot of players In their eleven That had very bad games Yeah um, They Their they. I don't think it was necessarily Muridios fault. I understand what he's trying to do against Leipzig, but the players didn't uh, didn't A take their chances and B um they, they weren't disciplined d- enough. Yeah, to be honest with were, you, they were they were very
1: poor. Aurier and Ben Davis were caught so many times. Aurier and, and, and Ben Davis, they they are. St- not good. Yeah. I see what he was trying to do, trying to soak up the pressure. But if you've not got the players to do it, and they're not fully invested, and yeah. in that's that showed.
0: Really they that. they were woeful. I mean, I I literally wrote a list of players that were terrible for Tottenham. Don't yeah. don't need to. Consider. I'm not I'm not going to get Thank through you. it. But there <laughs> were there were uh, about five or six players on there who, who were very poor. But yeah, um, take nothing yeah. away from Leipzig though. Leipzig were absolutely brilliant. Uh, the way they moved football around, uh, their uh, attacking players very good. Missed a lot of chances. Werner looks a bit um, shy of confidence. He did he did score in this game. He scored the only goal, which was a penalty in the fiftieth minute after Ben Davis gave it away for just a really stupid challenge in the box. But yeah, uh, Werner looked a bit uh, lacking in confidence. As he, he hadn't scored in a while um, and missed an absolute city one on one with the keeper. Had loads of time and ended up just toe poking at straight at him, which was quite strange. And um, yeah, Patrick Schick, uh, Mister Chance, of the second half as well, who was, uh, who had a who had a decent game, but that was a huge chance. He wasn't it was a, quite clinical. Yeah, enough, yeah, don't don't take it away. Neither from, were. Yeah. Take n- uh, neither of the saves though, from Lloris. He was top class both, uh, for the entirety of the game. Kept Spurs especially first five minutes where it was a bit of an onslaught, but um, though a lot of positives for Leipzig. I mean, uh, Mikelayle, um, the. I think I'm saying that right. The uh, who's playing right wing back uh, had a, a really pro- promising game. I thought Ethan Ampadu, who's played very little football this year, had to fill in because of uh, injuries and suspensions of um, the Leipzig centre backs. He was, uh, of course, forward Chelsea. bad. He was uh, actually had a really solid game there. You could tell he was a bit unfit. He pulled up with cramp uh, supposedly with both legs, which I'm not completely buying um, during the game, but. Yeah, he, he had a good game. Um and the other player that I'd like to highlight is um Nkunku, who looked very bright and was, was very really good for good, them. Yeah. But um, Leipzig <laughs> have the away goal, Tottenham struggling without a striker, they need to bring Crouchy, um <laughs> to <laughs> offer them something because uh the way that really I want them to play in that game is to get the ball forward quickly and when you're playing the uh, they they l rushed in possession, um and the balls over the top weren't, uh, they didn't have the players to deal with them. So they played Ali up front with um, Mora. Mora did all right, he, he pressed hard and Ali was a bit off the pace. He ran a lot but didn't really do much Threw with the ball. Threw his shoe on the floor, that's probably yeah, the he, most biggest highlight. He Champion was, he was not happy ground. when he got substituted. I quite like to see that from
1: a player though, to be honest with you. I don't mind it. It shows that he's angry at how he's played, as well as coming off. And I like, I like a player wanting to play football, as bizarre as that sounds. Sure, it's a bit disrespectful to the manager. I compl- I yeah, agreed opinion. on that front. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I, I, I like the passion about it. Mm. But they kept playing balls over the front, and they needed someone almost tall just to flick it on or just to take it down, hold crouch. it up. Exactly, Peter <laughs> Crouch. But yeah, uh, the balls point. over the top for more. He just couldn't go on the end of. There were two opportunities where um, they were unlucky. Almost played through, but yeah. Uh, wasn't their day? They haven't been performing well of late. They've been getting results lately. In this game, they were very lucky not to lose three or four nil. Uh, to yeah. be quite blunt, Leipzig and so many they chances. they're gonna have to do a lot to turn it around the second leg. Who have, uh, with um RP Leipzig, whose manager is one of the hottest prospects in the world. Yeah, baby Mourinho. He
1: was dubbed uh when he first became Leipzig manager, and he beat. Student became the master, as the commentators like to put it. They like a good storyline. He's line, they 32. Do. It's unbelievable. He manages players that are older than him. Yeah, he's he's unbelievably good. He's yeah one of Europe's best. Um, is that all you got on the Spuds? Uh, sorry, Spurs uh, Leipzig game. Yeah, no, that that's it. Sound one. Uh, okay, so shall we hop on over Let's to go. the highly, uh, far more prestigious competition of the Europa League? Yeah,
0: no, uh, I, I agree. Europa League is yeah, much bigger than the Champions as, League. As
1: Arsenal and Fulham fans, we can both concur. Um, yeah, Thursday night action is really where it's at, isn't it? And it's one of the big nights. Uh, it doesn't get much bigger. We go to Romania.
0: <laughs> <Doesn't> <laughs> we get much bigger than Romania. It doesn't. <laughs> no, Robert will understand. <laughs> Robert,
1: Robert really wants Cluj to win this uh, this tie, and they've set themselves up quite well. Um so the game was nil nil at half time, looking like Sevilla could ease out in the second half and go ahead. I mean they had seventy percent possession, they had pretty much twenty shots. I mean they were all over Cluj for large parts of the game, they just couldn't find that finishing touch. Um with De Jong up top, they really didn't have an awful lot with uh Sousa and a Campos uh accompanying here up top. Um but they Cluj pressed forwards, a ball was put into the box and a penalty was given away. It was a handball in the box. Um, and it was it was poor, to be honest with you. Uh, it was conceded by Jules Kunde of uh, Sevilla, uh, sort of wayward arm in the air. And uh, the penalty was calmly converted by Cyprien Deach, uh, Robert, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm really sorry. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, and Cluj took a surprising lead. Um, and I tell you what, <laughs> if Cluj knock out Sevilla, this could be massive. It could be huge for Cluj, I'd say. Um... But yeah, no, it it got to the point where Sevilla were just bombarding Cluj with shots here, there, and everywhere. It seemed inevitable that they score, and then um, a ball sort of ended up coming through to Luke de Jong, who was put under instant pressure from the keeper, so went for the classic sweaty to Yusuf, L, sorry Yusuf N Nasley. um, and put put the put the ball away into the back of the net, and they had a they had a last gasp chance. Sevilla, uh, a long shot that was uh, saved in the top, right, top right top right-hand corner from the Cluj goalkeeper, Arlauskis. Um And, yeah, no, it finished off 1-0, and Cluj will take this. I mean, it's not the end of the world for Sevilla because they got an away goal, but home against one of Europe's proper big boys. And um, Cluj could go to Sevilla and potentially nick something, but my money is still firmly on Sevilla in this game. Um and yeah, no, that's that's pretty much all we have to say on it really. Uh, going back to Sevilla, I don't give Cluj a massive amount of chance, sorry Robert, but um yeah, Sevilla should win this one. But it was a good uh, Cluj gave a good account of themselves. So um no good fair play to them and yeah, we move on.
0: Yeah, now I'm um, now I'm going to move on to the club Bruges against uh, Manchester United. Mm, we got a collusion of Bruges not really mi- relevant, though, is it? You missed
1: my joke early. You completely ignored it. I'm really disappointed.
0: What? Which joke?
1: I, ca- I said that this is huge for Cluj and you just didn't say anything. Is that a joke? It's a rhyme. It's a rhyme, and you didn't even say it. It's just kind of sad. All no, right, carry on. No biggie. Oh, poor Archie.
0: Anyway... Uh, um, not crying. Club Bruges or Club Brugge or whatever Brug. you want to call them, mm. uh, played Manchester United in a very poor result for United. I mean, uh, the game finished 1-0. Um... Man United getting an away goal, which is good, but um, yeah, defensively dodgy, especially for the first goal, which is more of the keeper's fault, so the first goal was scored by um, uh, Dennis, Dennis the Menace, (laughs) who uh, got played over the top, and um, I think the defenders were going to deal with it, and Romero thought, nah, I'm going to deal with it, (laughs) started running out, found himself in no man's land, and... Dennis had an easy chance to just dink it over him and um yeah, put club rouge one Where was up. Romero going it was it was at, it was bizarre it it really was bizarre indeed uh but united equalized very very uh uh or later in the half um through Anthony Martial who um Scored an incredible goal, one for the um mm. go- uh, goal of the season. Really was incredible assist. goal of the tournament. Yeah. Or highlight reels, but um, <laughs> this came from a, a throw-in for Club Bruges, Who th- uh, won their players threw it to um the defender, the centre back, who decided to leave the ball, uh, for Martial, <laughs> which was very kind of him. Nice little assist there by um <laughs> the, the guy taking the throw-in, who, who raced through it, and it was a and it was a good finish. It really was. United had uh, more of the ball. Bruno Fernandez, I thought, was uh, looked very promising. Probably his best game in a United shirt, I want to say so far. Yeah, I mean, he gets probably the worst opponent, but still, his best game so far. They played Chelsea. Funny. <laughs> and I'm uh, <laughs> sorry, I just couldn't <sighs> show you down there. But um, yeah, United just lacked lacked a cutting edge. Club Bruges actually had a few chances themselves, and they could have potentially won that game. Uh, Either side could have won that game really, and um, but yeah, United go back with an away goal. They'll be uh, they won't be too disappointed with this. Of course, uh, United play against former Liverpool keeper Mignolet, so (laughs) they're very happy to get a goal against him. But doesn't
1: take much (sighs) normally.
0: No, but (laughs) it's just not a. Not an, not an incredible result, but definitely not the end of the world for United. No, exactly. They needed that away goal and they got it despite
1: conceding. I fancy their chances to take it about to Old Trafford, don't you?
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Um, The next game that I'm going to go with is Getafe hosted uh, last year's Champions League semi-finalists, Ajax Amsterdam. And um, Getafe high flies at the minute in La Liga, looking brilliant at the minute. Um, and yeah, no, they've 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 had a good time of it. Um, they're doing well in the they're obviously doing well in the Europa League. Uh, but La Liga, they sit third in the table uh, behind the two big boys, which is incredible considering their squad. They've um, been fantastic they this season. Rea- they yeah, really o- have. Overachieving, I'd say. Nyum. Nyum, Alan. Nyum, Yeah, we'll get on to Alan Nyum in a minute because uh, he, he's had a bit of a, a bit of a controversial time of it. Um, but Ajax fielding their strongest team that you could probably imagine they dominated the game uh, possession wise but not converting chances and getafe took a two nil win um which is huge for them uh, the first goal was a very classy finish from davison uh, assist from Matias oliviera um uh, yeah sort of classy finish into the top uh, top left-hand corner and deserved at the time uh getafe despite only having 34 percent of the ball um, in the game totted up 11 shots uh comparison to Ajax's 2 um, and yeah again the entire game, Getafe really didn't look massively threatened by Ajax they didn't really carve out too many huge chances Huntelaar when he came on uh, the 85th minute had probably their biggest chance of note, uh, just sliding it past the keeper but just inches wide of the post uh, rolling back the years was Klasian Huntelaar um, and then and then a a foul a foul goes in on uh, Alan Nyom and um, he, he rolls around the floor as footballers do. And Ryan Babble sort of wanders over to him. He's like, I've, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of this diving nonsense, all right? You're not rolling around the floor anymore with me because I'm going to join you. So he starts rolling around the floor with him in the exact same- It's actually hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go on YouTube. It's brilliant. Um, and then Neom gets up and starts this really uh, overemphasized limp. And Ryan Babel limps with him off the pitch in the exact same way. Honestly, Ryan Babel, I love you. I love you so much. But at the end of the day, Nyom had the last laugh, uh, especially as ex-Chelsea legend Kennedy uh, slotted away a, a deflected finish. Uh, in the 93rd minute to really give Getafe uh, an advantage going to Amsterdam and um, really, you know, putting them in the ascendancy of his particular tie. It was a fast break that Kennedy ended up slotting away and uh, it was really giving Ajax something to think about. This is um, a game that a lot of people might think uh, Ajax should breeze past Getafe, thinking the history of the two teams, but Ajax this season haven't been there their dominant self, I wouldn't say. I mean, they've they've been good, but they've not been quite, you know, dominating the Eredivisie. I mean, not they're both, quite Carling. Not quite Carling, no. <laughs> they've had Alkmaar pushing them a little bit this season, who I'll go on to later. Uh, but they still they do have a six point ascendancy at the top of the league, so they're not struggling massively. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out um, at the Johan Cruyff Arena. But um, we shall see. Uh but yeah, Gatafe 2 0 at home to Ajax. Um, who is the next what's sorry, what is the next game that you're going with, Sam?
0: Next game is Frank Eintracht Frankfurt against Red Bull Salzburg. And it was a game absolutely dominated by the German club. Uh against Salzburg who form whose best players have left. I mean, uh Hallens gone to Dortmund and Minamino to Liverpool. But it, yeah, it really showed. I mean, Salzburg uh looked uh, lacking of those crea- uh of a creator and a and a finisher, of course, in Haaland. and yeah, the informed team one Fr- uh, Frankfurt, of course, have been on a brilliant run in the Bundesliga this year. A uh, bit of a hiccup against uh, Dortmund where they lost four nil, but apart from that, they've been uh, very solid. Um, Salzburg have been on quite a lengthy winter break, so they've yeah, played in exactly. quite a while. So, and they definitely looked at it; they looked yeah. very rusty. And um, Kamada put. Um, Put Frankfurt to the league uh, lead with a first of three goals, He's got a hat trick, uh, which is uh, big for the player. And um, he slots it under the keeper, really good goal. Uh, <laughs> uh, he also uh, he scored the second goal with a, a really good goal. He got played through, um, chopped to the defender inside before a, a delightful chip over the goalkeeper delightful. to make it um, two nil. Uh, then he got the third with a. Um, deflected header. Um, a cross came in and uh, his header was deflected further into the corner. I think the key would have probably saved it if it hadn't been deflected. But, um, yeah, Hatchers Hatchery at the end of the day, he'll be over the moon, uh, delighted with it. Kostic uh, misery, scored a misery compiler <laughs> in the uh, late, late on of the second half um, to make it a 4-0, uh, played through. It was um, controversial um because a uh, ball got played through he was in an offside position before but the defender got a almost sliced it and uh, definitely deflected it and um he he put it into the back of the net and that wasn't given as offside when i'm not sure that the defender has intentionally oh i'm not i'm not sure what to make of it really what do yeah. you think archie
1: um, I don't
0: know, it's it's it does look bizarre upon
1: the replay, uh, having looked at it. Um I wouldn't say that he has um, you know, made a separate attempt to play the ball. I'd say it's more of a deflection or anything. But uh I believe there was a VAR check at the time, Sam. I don't know, was there?
0: No, yeah, there was a VAR check and they think that there was a uh deliberate touch on on the ball and uh it got awarded. So uh yeah, Kostic made it four. They um they got a late goal, um, he Chan Wang <laughs> Huang <laughs> scored the goal for He Chang Huang, yes. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, that is his name. All right, fair enough. Stop looking at me like that. Yeah, He Chang Huang scored a penalty for RB. Salzburg uh to get a goal back after a yeah, it was a penalty. And yeah, the game finished four one with Frankfurt. Definitely look at the favourites here to the second leg. Massively. Yeah,
1: um, interestingly, by the way, uh, they brought it up on the what I think is an really incredibly good show, the BT Sports goal show that they have for the European Games. Um, one of the pundits brought it up that Daiichi Kamada's hat-trick in Germany doesn't count as a hat-trick. Um, are you aware of this quirk in the rule that they have? So in Germany, they only count a hat-trick as a proper hat-trick if it's scored in one half. And if it score consist continuously without interruption, so if you score a continuous three goals in the first half without interruption, that's a hat trick. But if one spills over into the second half or someone scores in between, they don't count it as a proper hat trick.
0: So there's there's me dropping some more knowledge on you you young well, Let me let me drop a bit more knowledge on you young Uh Komada's hat trick for Eintracht Frankfurt um, saw him become the, only the second Japanese player <laughs> score a hat trick in a major UEFA um, competition. The second being, of course, um, former player of the other team, uh, former Salzburg player now at Liverpool, Minamino, of course. who scored the treble <laughs> against Rosenberg <laughs> in November 2018, which you all remember. Oh, I remember it well. I remember it well. <laughs> One of the great games. Fond <laughs> memories.
1: <laughs> oh, that really kickstarted his career, that did, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for that, Sam. Thank you for dropping that knowledge. Um, I'm going to go on to the next game. Now we've moved on from Frankfurt. Um, I'm going to go on to Ludigarets who hosted Inter Milan and if I'm honest with you, uh, prior to this game I saw Inter slipping up, um, I saw them potentially, did you actually just slip on your chair, that's embarrassing, um, and no, Ludigarets they didn't really look threatening to Inter much of the game, uh, despite having Pardelli in goal, which I don't get why you wouldn't just shoot on sight when he's in goal, um, but yeah, no, they, they didn't look amazing, Um Inter, at one point of the game, had 80% possession. I've looked at it now and it's only 55%. So clearly Ludigorettes did something good. Um, just everything other than score. Um, they were dominated both in the game and statistically. They didn't have a single shot on target, Uh They had one shot in total. Wait. You just called Inter Milan Juventus. Did I call him Juventus? Yeah. Oh, my days. Oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, oh, well. Uh, I, you know what? All right, okay, so I, I was completely off topic, but I speak that quickly but <laughs> your I just, brain doesn't my yeah. brain's just not there obviously yeah no uh, apologies that's the same with me that. and I talk slowly <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same problem um, yeah obviously not Juventus uh, Juventus are too good for this competition um, but yeah no they weren't the in 2010 oh <laughs> <three. laughs> well, yeah of course because you beat oh, that's clever I like that from you Sam um but yeah, no, nil yeah, new at half time. Surprisingly, so Inter lacked quality. The half as a whole lacked quality. Inter, by the way. Um, then Christian uh, Erickson, uh scored. Christian Eriksen. Yeah, well, I was gonna say he came on, but he didn't come on. He started and played the entire game. <laughs>
0: but we yeah, are, we are spitting straight facts <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> we
1: already we've gone from spitting knowledge to just spitting. Like it's 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 really bad. Um, but yeah. Uh, assist from Lukaku Erikson really good goal looked sharp when he came on looked his best that he has in an inter shirt so far deservedly getting the goal for inter who uh, were waiting to break through really and um, then uh, romelu lukaku uh, wrapped it up in uh, in the in the final final few stages of the game and um, as a whole in this game i mean as i say i thought inter might slip up to ludogorets just being away at quite a hostile atmosphere um I saw, you know, potentially... I could see them potentially slipping up, but thankfully... Well, maybe not thankfully, but they they didn't slip up, which is the important thing. And um, they are through into, the obviously, the the second leg where they should see this out. Uh, Interestingly, though, um, this is Romelu Lukaku, who has scored in six games in a row in the Europa League. Uh, The last player to do so, or do better, in fact, was in the UEFA Cup slash uh, Europa League, was Alan Shearer in 2005, who got eight... So, um, Lukaku's got a few to pick that record, but there we go. We're back to dropping knowledge and not dropping the ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, the there we go. Phrase. Okay, well, It is dropping the ball. It's, you know, when you're not really with something mentally, you drop the ball. Um, but there we go. That's the inter-game done. Um, do you want to give us some, some lowdown on That's the... That's the inter-game done. Finally, <laughs> we got rid of that one.
0: Yeah, get that out of there. Um, anyway, yeah, let's, should, we, should we go to Denmark? Uh, let's go to Denmark and FC Copenhagen played uh, the scottish team from the public celtic um right <laughs> just call it a pub league <laughs> no, um, it is but yeah uh of course managed by um legend of the of the scottish league there's F- not many <laughs> well which is in- roasting inc- for scottish incredible league. neil warnock who had a no <laughs> <laughs> His Neil, name. W- Neil Lennon. <laughs> Neil, Lennon. No, Neil Warnock. Yeah. Neil no, Warnock. Li- oh my li- god. Neil <laughs> <laughs> The landlord Neil Warnock is gonna gonna take <laughs> Neil, it over a charge. Neil Warnock. <laughs> oh, i has been a so, long day. I'm been so, so sorry. sorry. We've
1: been interviewing random members of the public today, and it is well I have, Sam's been doing nothing, but it's it's been a long
0: day. Yeah, I mean that is a long day for me. And um yeah, no, it was a it was a tight affair, both teams had lots of the ball. Um, Celtic, though, in the opening exchanges, uh, Edwards who scored the first goal for Celtic, really good goal, uh, got played, uh, got the ball um, and just beautifully dinked over the keeper, Um, had so many chances. And it could have really been... Before it was won, it could have been about two or three with the amount of chances he had. And, yeah, it cost them, in the end, um, not winning this game um, incredibly... um, Dame and Doy got the equaliser for Copenhagen, mm. a player you might recognise from his whole days, a uh, he was played on loan and was incredible for them, I must say. <laughs> uh, he was pretty woeful, wasn't he? He he, he was alright. He wasn't <sighs> too bad. I didn't think. But that. yeah, it was a and that that was it basically. That snatched the point for Copenhagen. They go back. Uh, they go to Celtic Park now with one uh, 0 Celtic could be happy with the away goal, but will feel yeah. that they could have gone in with a bit bit of a bigger lead well um, Copenhagen who had Premier League legend on, on Doy of course to Brian Oviedo <sighs> Varela who's a Man United reject does it, does it get and Ragnar S- Sigurdsson who failed at <laughs> Fulham <laughs> <laughs> oh um, all playing yeah it was, a, it was a not a terrible result for Copenhagen and a not a great result for Celtic. Well, you make it sound like a high-quality affair, Sam. Oh, <laughs> um, completely yeah. high-quality.
1: Well, Fraser Forster's penalty save was possibly... Uh, it was a good good save, to be fair. Yeah, no, he he definitely post.
0: saved his team. They, they could have... <laughs> Literally. He really Ooh. did. Uh, that could have snatched all three points for going... or oh, not three points, because it's in the knockout rounds. Yeah. But three points would be interesting. Could have won them the before, game, that. which could have seen them... Celtic really showed to get back in, but brilliant save for Forster. He's been really good for Celtic this season. Yep. Yeah, no.
1: uh, No, he has. He has indeed. Um, Okay, I'm going to go on to the next game, which was a clash between Shakhtar Donetsk and Benfica. Um, And Shakhtar, whenever they play at home at Europe, it's obviously uh, an interesting affair because recently they've not been able to play at their home ground in the Donbass region because of um, uh, difficulties there, because of the... the, the Fracturous situation. Is fracturous a word? I don't think it's a word. Fractured situation. I don't know why fracturous. That's a new one. I mean, we can put it in the dictionary. You know what? I'm going to apply for it. Not not on topic at all. But yeah, no, we. I think, I think it should be a word. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, still not playing in the Donbass region. Still playing at Metalist Carvix ground. Uh, and yeah, they've been playing in Carvix for quite a while. Um, but yeah, no, there was snow on the side of the pitch there. So they've clearly been having some uh, lovely weather. Um, and beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Um, but yeah, Shakhtar won this game 2-1 And probably deservedly so I'd say on balance of the game It dominated possession, had more shots than Benfica They just looked good uh, in general They've got the absolute um, legend the, uh, the the man that seems to have been around forever Andriy Piatov in goal The 35-year-old How that man is still playing And how he's only 35 bamboozles he is a, he me He is an icon of football Honestly You're thinking Messi, Ronaldo Pi tough. Incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty correct Not pronunciation bad. there. Uh, for you, that's incredible. Brilliant. Um Yeah, the name Alan Smith is tricky to you, so um,
0: yeah, you are. Really this was the roasting <laughs> sound <Sorry>. podcast. Sorry, <laughs> Sam,
1: you roasted me earlier, so I figured I have to, you know, bring it back up. There's tension in the air today. Um, but yeah, uh, the first goal op- open the scoring was Alan Patrick, um, assisted by Marlos, who had a golden slave for VAR uh, t- just 20 minutes into the game. But this was about an hour in. Uh, then Benfica had the goal of their own disallowed by VAR. Um, but then it was turned over because he was offside, but there was actually a penalty shout in there. So it was both an offside and a penalty shout. So the penalty was given. And Pizzi, uh one of Benfica's standout players this season, as a whole brilliant player. Um, he he converted the penalty to bring it one all. Uh, and then Viktor Kovalenko, a youth product of Shakhtar Donetsk, um, scored again. He's been scoring quite a little bit in Europe, actually, Viktor Kovalenko. And um, he, look, he looked quite good. Uh, very decent finish. And um, just as a whole, uh, Shakhtar probably deserved this game. Going to Benfica is not going to be easy. Um, Benfica, Council, is lucky to have their away, an away goal. Um, but, yeah, no, they, they certainly looked the better of a two-team, Shakhtar. And on balance... I could see them going through. They were very unlucky to still not be in the Champions League. It was all thanks to uh, Atalanta's incredible uh, Tyson Fury esque revival. Um, And it was, yeah, it was really good. Um, but, yeah, no, as a whole, Shakhtar should win this one. Uh, but then again, they, they did well in this game, but I could see them potentially fall into Benfica. Um, shall we move on to Sporting Lisbon versus... Well, you know, we actually, no, you are, You preview the game, so I'm sorry. I'll take your job.
0: It's not Sporting Lisbon anymore. It's Sporting, as I learned the hard way. Really? Fans apparently atta- uh, attack you if you still call them Sporting Lisbon. Oh, Christ. And they're now Z- Z- they now called Sporting... A <laughs> 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 sporting CP, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, no, Sporting played... Um, Istanbul Basgashir, yeah, that's pretty pretty yeah, accurate. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Who um who have the names of um, former Premier League legends Gail Clichy, Martin Skirtle, and Demba Barr in their starting the eleven? Um, but unfortunately, they got battered three <laughs> one, <3-1 laughs> uh, by Sporting. Who um and it was another Premier League legend who opened the scoring: Sebastian Coates. Oh, Liverpool legends. What a player. Who came up for a for a corner and a uh, volleyed at home, surprisingly not a header. Um, yeah, who put the sporty in front? Um, the top scorer in the Europa League, um, equalised now. A new signing, Andres Spornar, who has just been signed from Slovan, Slova- Bratislava. Slovan Bratislava. Slovan Bratislava. Bratislava
1: is the capital of
0: Slovenia, I believe. Uh, feel free to correct me. You he signed for about five and a half million and he who has been informing all competitions this year has to be said he's uh so he's got seven and six in the europa league Uh, he's got 12 and 11 in the um whatever league the slovak league A, a slovenian league slovenian league sure
1: Definitely the same thing. Um. 100% definitely the same country, Slovakia and Slovenia. Yeah. There's never been any tensions there before, no. Shut up, Marcia. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, another he... knock on my door. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> who just keep knocking? Oh, <laughs>
0: international flights coming straight to Northampton. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> and uh, moving on from that goal, I guess. Um, uh, Luciano Vietto, formerly of Fulham, who scored a lot of goals Oh, he was for great us. at Fulham. He was amazing, getting that one goal in the... Thirty odd game he uh, games he played, uh, scored a incredible goal where he he got the ball, he dummied to shoot. All well, the goalkeeper thought he did, though he didn't actually dummied to shoot. He just kept running in a straight line, and the goalkeeper bought it, <laughs> fell on the floor, and um, he chipped it, or not even chipped it. He curled it, curled it over him, and uh, that wasn't particularly ideal for the for the Istanbul team. But um, yes, yeah, Sporting went in... Th- Three nil in the, just the fifty-first minute.
1: I love you avoiding saying Bashikir.
0: <laughs> the Istanbul team.
1: <laughs> the team from Istanbul, aside from the big city in Turkey. We're
0: talking about the team in Istanbul. They uh, they got a goal back. Um, Edin Visca got a ball, uh, a goal back for the, <laughs> for the team and the team. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even say Istanbul anymore. It's just the team. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, a- absolute classic. He he got a goal back for them. And uh, yes, yeah, Sporting go back to wasn't this absolute classic a penalty? Yeah, it was an absolute classic. No, I'm talking about the game as an absolute. Oh, classic. I see. Sorry,
1: I thought you meant the goal was an absolute classic. No, I was gonna say most, get on, most the penalties goal. are of a, it a It was
0: a penalty, uh, which and yeah, no, good good game and Sporting go to Istanbul with winning three one. Sorry, I'm just just showing
1: Sam one of the names I've got to try and pronounce. Um yeah, no, they're good 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 result overall um for a dominant uh, sporting side I'd say. Um but yeah, no, um the, the game I'm gonna go on to now is IZ Alkamar, they hosted the Austrian side Linz ASK or they as they are commonly known as Lask, as I'm gonna refer to them as. Actually you know what, I'll refer to them as Linz. I'll shake it up um yeah no i said early in the game uh, they looked very sharp they looked like they really should have got a goal early on and um a through ball was played they were running into the box uh, their striker was brought down um and <laughs> yeah the, their striker was brought down and um a penalty was initially given but upon further var review it was given a free kick and that really could have changed the tie uh, for al kamar and um, he didn't score from the free kick naturally um <laughs> naturally he scores <laughs> from free kicks <laughs> <laughs> not Alkmaar. Um, they didn't, and um, it was actually uh, punished uh, by Linz, who went up the other end through Marco Ragutz, one of the greats, um, and he um, he slotted one home for the Austrian side. Uh, good goal, I'd say. <laughs> it was disruptive. It, it was a good, good link-up play in the build-up to the goal.
0: <laughs> and um, you are talking absolute <laughs> rubbish now. I'm not. Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> The um, the ball. Oh, it's just an incredible link-up. Like <laughs> the the generic thing to say, the ball was put into the box
1: probably. I don't know <laughs> oh, this is uh, terrible. I've, I've forgotten that goal. If I'm honest, um, it was probably good. Um, but yeah, no. Last on, oh, really. on balance. Last on balance. They played fairly well. Why I said uh, dominated possession. Yeah. They actually looked pretty good.
0: Well, I should guess they looked um, pretty good.
1: No, no, he did. No, he did. No, we had 14 shots to um, Alkmaar's seven. Um, and no, as a whole, from the commentary I listened to, because it was uh, it wasn't live. Well, there were so many live games, I wasn't able to watch it live. So I'm only able to see the extended highlights on BT. Um, but yeah, no. As a whole, Linz They did. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Linsk, They did open up um Alcamar fairly easily, you know, created a few chances despite having the lesser of the possession. But um um when it came down to it, I Z eventually did get their penalty. Uh, in the eighty sixth minute for a handball uh in the box from the English sounding James Holland. Um he might be <laughs> the English sounding James Holland. We don't know if he's English but the names sound pretty British. No, he's Australian. Um oh my goodness mate. <laughs> Um not You are name, having a mess This this game I've planned out really specifically and it's just all gone um away. It's no it's not gone well. Um but yeah no. Uh, Toyen Coop miners um slotted away the penalty. Um, he would have originally lined up for the penalty earlier on, but obviously he didn't get to take it, so now we got his chance, slotted at home, one all IZ then have to go to Austria and get a result 'cause uh Linz got that away goal. Uh, but I fancy I had a chance, to be honest. They looked a little bit better. They looked like they had more quality
0: uh, as a whole. Um, yeah, no, they looked like a decent team. Should we move on? <laughs> well, <laughs> Definitely just, moving just, on. Just quickly, though. Did you know that AZ are actually the second-top scorers in the Europa League? Really? Yeah, they scored 16 goals, only behind Braga with 17. Wow.
1: Interesting stuff. Stat attack. Stat attack right there. I like that for you. All right, mate.
0: Um, what else you got? What other games have you got for me? I've uh, got the Wolves game next, who played Espanyol, bottom of the league. Uh, <laughs> Archie's freaking out. We've got an order,
1: Sam. Yeah, no, it's fine. We had an order to it, and now you've just ruined it. But that's fine, mate. Don't worry. You carry on. i just
0: do what I want, really. So um, So, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so, the Wolves... <laughs> uh, Diego Jota uh, got a hatchery in this game. Uh, the first goal um, was given to him before being taken away from him, and it just got given back to him. And <laughs> so... We think it's his goal. Might be a known goal. It is his goal. It it has been officially awarded as his
1: goal. By the dubious girls panel, they awarded it to Diocriotta. So yes, it's his goal.
0: Yeah, so the ball came in. Um, he had a shot which was just going wide and he got deflected in. Oh, we're not really sure. It could have been <laughs> going wide. Um yeah. <laughs> Archie. Yeah, it could have been.
1: Um probably wasn't. <laughs> upon reflection, <laughs> I doubt it was going wide. Um but it, it yeah. It wasn't. It's <laughs> pretty much all there is to say really. Was it going wide or not? There's not much analysis that you can actually bring to that, Sam. So I don't know why you're throwing it over to me. Um yeah, you crack on mate.
0: Yeah, the next goal is an absolute screamer. Ruben Neves at the edge of the box, uh, got the ball and absolutely thunderbolted spontaneous <laughs> <laughs> <This> is <laughs> the same. As he smashed it into the into the goal <laughs> from about forty yards out. Um, to to make it two nil, sixty seventh oh. uh, minute. Uh, Jota got another one. Um, this was <laughs> yes, he did, Archie. <laughs> uh, this was uh, one of his one of his <laughs> one of his better ones. Of course, he uh, who's brilliant finish into the back of the net before um, getting the uh, the fourth and final goal from a corner which, which he headed in. And uh, yeah, wolves go back with a three points and Espanyol. <laughs> three <are> points, we <laughs> don't go back with. They go don't back go with, with a, three points. Go back with a win and Espanyol uh, bottom of the La Liga and rubbish. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty terrible actually. Um no, I'm as a so whole. sorry about how quickly this podcast is descending into a maze. <laughs>
1: it really has. Um yeah, no, okay, let's let's move on. Um to the equally interesting time that I've watched so much of. Um the Cypriot side, Apoel and Nicosia get battered by the um, by the Swiss side, FC Basel. Uh as a whole, Basel deserved this win, obviously. Um, but yeah, no, they looked pretty clinical going forwards, actually. Um, that Whenever they got out on the break, they looked fairly quick, and Applewell couldn't really deal with them. Uh, at the minute, for Barz, it was quite interesting in their lineup because they've had quite a lot of good young players over the years. But right now, they've got. It's almost like the old guard are in at the minute. Um, and they're kind of carrying them through this tricky time in the Swiss league now uh, uh, that young boys. That young boys. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just starting to choke. Um, the young boys are challenging them um, you're <laughs> right, Archie yeah. it's just a team mate <laughs> <laughs> no shut up it's not oh, that I've got a cough if you can't if you can't tell I sound like death um, so no change there um, but yeah no uh, some quick uh, you know quick Basel attack um, they looked pretty good going forwards defensively it looked solid Applewell didn't really change them an awful lot Um, Apple World yeah as I say defensively looks slow they look sluggish and Basel capitalised on that Uh, not really much else to say just three good goals in a good well contested match of association soccer Um, so who would you like to (laughs) I'll go to Leverkusen next (laughs) we'll we'll go
0: back to Germany he's he's restored order there
1: we go you crack on mate
0: yeah we'll go back to Germany and Bayer Leverkusen at the Bayer Arena um, who played Porto in a in a very tightly com- uh, contested game um is coming away with three points 2-1 they opened the scoring through Lucas Alario after a cross came in uh Demirbay um flicked it on and uh Al- Alario uh, put it into the back of the net um good good finish good goal um Kai Havertz made it two he got um they got awarded a penalty um which Kai Havertz took and the goalkeeper saved it but um the looking at a VAR review the goalkeeper was appeared to be off his line, and uh, so they ordered a retake, which uh, Kajavats, um dispatched. Um, Porto got a, a latish goal, which saw um, hope um, given to the club, uh, possibly, <laughs> possibly getting to possibly get back into this game, but unfortunately uh, through Luis Diaz. But they couldn't do it, and they're going to Porto two on down. They are indeed. Agreed. Um, there's
1: not much disputing that. No, they 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 did they looked alright, Porter, going forwards, but as a whole, Leverkusen probably deserved to win it. Um, Havertz's first penalty was kind of weird, though, so he does that really stuttered run-up, and um, the keeper dives so, kind of the yeah, wrong no, way. But it's uh, such uh, a Leverkusen slow stuttered run-up, but, but the they deserve, to get deserve, they deserve the win as a whole, i um, Moving on, we go to Pyrus, I think that's how it's pronounced, in Greece. Um, Pyrus is something like that, but basically Arsenal won away at Olympiakos. and... Um, <gasps> I know, we won a game away um, uh, at football. And um, it was really good. Um, it wasn't really good, it was a terrible game. Um, <laughs> that's a um, I, say, I say that so many times, I've so, sort of got used to it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, Going to Greece is no no mean feat. There was actually a section of the ground that um, the Arsenal fans had actually been told to stay away from, which is uh, slightly worrying. Uh, but Ian Wright was there, so it can't be that bad. Um and yeah he was um well he, he's safety isn't he he's safety in a person you look at him right and you think oh you're a safe guy you know seems like a good bloke good egg it's not really relevant though is it cheers um yeah no uh, as a whole um the game was a bit of a midfield battle Arsenal had the odd chance Olympiacos also had the odd chance um and yeah no at the end of the day it came down to a very classy bit of play from the currently informed bukayo saka uh, who put it into a uh, lacazette run that sort of peeled off from his defender put it in um, and one and one nil arsenal deserved win really big for them as well to get that away goal in an inexperienced side with an inexperienced manager Arteta's first game coaching in europe and um yeah arsenal on on balance deserved it olympiakos had a few decent chances leno was put under some pressure but coped with it well uh, Socrates playing back in Greece for the first time in probably a long time. Um, he, Yeah, he got bought off, unfortunately, to injury right at the end, but we think it's just a dead leg, so it should be all right. Um, and, yeah, as a whole, uh, yeah, Arsenal taking a 1-0 lead uh, back to the Emirates. I mean, should see this out, realistically. Uh, who have you got? With, who have you gone with next, Sam? We've
0: got Rangers against top scorers in the competition, Braga. Um, Ooh, I've heard the a stat. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It was a... Um, it was a sh- Incredible game uh, with an Istanbul-like combat. I'm not talking about the team. I'm talking about the Liverpool uh, beating Milan combat, of course. But, um, oh,
1: there was some confusion there. Thanks for clarifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, you got to clarify. But um, Braga went in front um, through an incredible goal. Uh, inc- uh, you have to admit, a, a incredible effort from far out by Franz Sergio. And it was a, it was a great strike that, to put Braga into the lead. Um, have not to say on it? Not particularly. No, it's a good goal. <laughs> I rate it. Very <laughs> good finish. Thank you, Archie. Um, <laughs> Sp- uh, Braga got a second goal through Abel Ruiz, formerly of Sporting, who um, <laughs> got the ball and took it around a few players before putting it in the bottom corner from the edge of the box. It's That's from put, Trincao as well. Of course, who's going to Barcelona in the in the summer, which is a very good player. Yeah. Very good player. Good lab. Um, and, yeah, Rangers look dead and buried, but No. Um, Iannis Hagi started started to wake up then yeah Robert's loved this there, hasn't he? he he really has he, the Romanian the Wonder. Romanian Hagi <laughs> yeah Hagi yeah he is already Romanian he's yeah. just a son uh, but his like father like son he came he came into the game and was <laughs> really influenced it he was absolutely brilliant he um, he got a goal back for Rangers he got the ball and put it in the near post unstoppable for the keeper Really good, really good effort. Um, and then um, Joe Aribo. not like not Harrybo, Aribo, Um, formerly of Charlton, got um, got an equaliser, spying absolutely limbs in the Rangers crowd. You got a yellow four minutes after coming on. Out of interest, there you go. Cheers, Jeff. Fun um, fun. um So yeah, <laughs> head button the mic. Classic. Uh, Aribo, Aribo got the got got the equaliser. Of course, get picked up the ball very far out. And just kind of tripped over the ball for about 20 yards. A bit like, sort of, compared on Twitter to Rohan in his prime. Someone did, yeah. And, um, yeah, as he, as he kind of tripped over the ball so much that he got the ball in the box, terrible defending, and it curled it past the keeper t- to, of course, um, make Steven Gerrard over the moon. I, th- I thought his um, reaction couldn't get any better than the equaliser. It could get better it as H- it. H- Haggy. Uh, scored again, got his second of the game, scored a free kick, deflected free kick. Quite heavily deflected. Yeah, very yeah. Deflected. I'm surprised it went to him. Didn't yeah, he? <laughs> same. same. So very heavily, very deflected. heavily deflected free kick. And, yeah, Rangers came away with the win. And an incredible comeback, incredible result, and a managerial masterclass from Steven Shea. Yeah, no, they did
1: very well, Rangers. Uh, they did a brilliant comeback, as you say. Uh, the Ibrox was bouncing. Um my last game that I'm going to take you lot through um, is Roma at the Stadio Olimpico. They hosted the Belgian side, Ghent. Um, and they took an early lead through uh, Loni Carlos Perez uh, from Barcelona. And um, as, a, as, a, as a whole, he, he looked pretty bright in the game. But it was a good finish, a good, nice assist from Edin Dzeko um and he yeah he kind of took the initiative uh, running through kind of slotted it past the keeper very good goal uh, good pass from jacko as well who's very good this game actually despite not being great against atalanta even though he scored um that's a hallmark of a good striker i'd say um but yeah they um it was a pretty end-to-end game this one uh Ghent can you know find them so a bit unlucky to not have scored chris Smaldini had a brilliant game again um yeah small small Dini. Dini. brilliant and that's what we're calling him now they called it uh, they that's what they called him on the b t Live school um show, which I found incredible um but yeah no, smalldininey had a brilliant game uh, and overall Roma saw out a convincing one nil victory they should go back to Belgium and win, but in their current form in the league, I wouldn't necessarily bank on that one uh sam, round it all up for us, round up these games these we're here games we're gonna
0: finish the game with the German team, happy days. Wolf, uh, the podcast with the German team Wolfsburg against Malmo and uh, this was a a very good game, bear in mind uh, the comeback from the G- German team uh, Malmo went in front through Isaac Tellin
1: Tellin here, lads.
0: <laughs> not really but Isaac Tellin who uh, scored for Malmo, put them in front um, and uh, Malmo uh, it was a uh, it was a good goal for them, really. It was a good header from him, and uh, Wolfsburg then kind of started. Basically, I thought that and the first the first half they weren't they weren't clinical enough. They didn't have that fire, but um, in the second half they really kick started. They started converting their chances, and it was uh, a Joseph who um, scored for Wolfsburg to to, to equalise, and it was a brilliant finish by him. He got the ball, two-round defender, and uh, on the left foot, curled into the top corner to bring the game back into Wolfsburg's clutches. Um, before uh, Isaac Telling, the guy scored the first goal, an own goal. It was a, it was a unlucky error from him. It really, it really was. It just kind of hit, rebounded and hit him, and went in. But naturally, <laughs> and it was, it was unlucky. But Wolfsburg got the three points, go back to Malmo, and try and. Uh, win
1: the game yeah as you do in football uh that regularly happens (laughs) teams try and win the game okay do bear with us this is our first one on european football we're trying to get through all the fixtures we're trying to watch all of the games and um it's getting to us as you can probably tell um, if we're hitting breaking point no it's fine really it is um, but yeah no uh, let us know if you enjoyed it um, where you know we've taken you through all of the Europa League games in some detail more detail on the Champions League ones because there's less of them uh, but we'll be back again with this next week maybe a day earlier Yeah, um, actually
0: no it probably won't because we want to cover Europa League games again sorry mate yeah, that's right. Um, maybe comment things you want us to add. Maybe if you don't want us to go through all the games or just want specific ones. Just let us know what you like in the comment section on YouTube yeah. or just by uh messaging us on Twitter. My DMs are dead. Um someday. my my Twitter is uh two four
1: six eight. Uh mine is at ArchCorbut for that shameless plug. Um yeah, do send us anything, even if it's abuse to be honest, we just need something. Uh but anyway, on that bombshell. Uh, I think we're we're good to wrap it up there. Um thank you very much for listening if you're still here. Um thank you. Doubt it. Doubt it, no. Uh you, well, you will be if you listen to this. Anyway, thank you very much. Um it's been it's been a shambles, but yeah, much appreciated. It will it will get better. It will. Have a good weekend, my friends. Goodbye. Bye.